Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, I have a very special guest who's uh, Howard Blunt. He's actually the founder of Backroad Planet. Uh, he's a well-known figure in the travel blogging, travel writing space, and it's definitely an honor and a privilege to have him on our show today. Uh, so, Howard, to start off with, why don't we get to know you a little bit better if you want to share more about yourself? Oh, sure. Um, well, hi, Ricky. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Howard Blunt, and um, I've been traveling a long time. Um, I got my first passport at age 11. Um, my parents were missionaries, and we lived in the countries of Mexico, Chile, Paraguay. And um, I don't know, I've been traveling a lot, mainly in this hemisphere, you know, since I was a kid. And uh, But I'm originally from Florida. I'm a fifth-generation Floridian. And uh, I was a teacher for about 35 years. And uh, then I retired, and now I'm in my second chapter. been doing this about full-time two years. Um, started the blog about four years, but I was only able to work, you know, on weekends and such. Awesome. Uh, well, you know, I'd love to uh, cover, uh, you know, your travels a little bit more deeply. Uh, so you mentioned, uh, obviously, you were a child of missionary parents, and that allowed you to travel and live in different places. Uh, walk us through uh, more of the adult years. So, you know, uh, walk us through your travels in terms of uh, the different countries and continents you've been to so far. Um, well, I have never traveled to Asia, and I've never tra traveled to Africa. Would love to. Most of my travels have been in, in this hemisphere, uh, North and South America. Um, also have done quite a bit in Europe. Uh, we partner with Viking River Cruises um, fairly regularly. And um, so, you know, I would like to branch out in some other places. I got an invitation to Turkey and an invitation to Nepal, but I already had some conflicts. So I'm just waiting on the next ones to come along. Awesome. Uh, so um, I'm curious, uh, Howard, uh, to know a little bit about the origin story of uh, Backroad Planet. And for those of you who are listening, you actually have to see the video version because Howard is all decked out in his travel gear, well-branded himself with the Backroad Planet, uh, the hat and the shirt and the amazing uh, globe right behind him. Uh, so Howard, yeah, if you can walk us through, uh, when did you start the blog and why did you start it? Um, well, the reason I'm so branded is because Ricky made me do it. I had just the shirt on, but he made me put the hat on too. So if it's it too looks long, amazing. <laughs> um, no, like I said, I was a, a middle school teacher for about 35 years. And um, I don't want to go into too much detail there about um, the school system and everything, but it, it just wasn't much fun anymore. I loved the kids and enjoyed teaching, but um, the, the system and the standardized testing and, you know, the, the control of what we do in our classroom, um, so I started thinking about, you know, what I love to do. And, of course, I love to travel. been traveling, you know, since I was a kid, as I said. And um, I had published several books back in the 90s, educational books, with um, Simon and & Schuster and McGraw-Hill. And, you know, so I had the writing thing. And I said, well, it only makes sense that I do travel writing. And I knew absolutely nothing about the business. Um, but I said, I'm going to start making my exit strategy. And that's when I started Backroad Planet. Um, and my travel partner, Jerry Woods, and I, we, we did a lot of road trips back then. And so I just started off writing about 
uh, our road trips. And um, like I said, I could only work on weekends and in the evenings. Um, but then I retired actually two years later and then started full time. Awesome. Uh, you know, congratulations on the early retirement. You look way too young to retire, Harvard. So, you know, good on you for uh, following your dreams and now traveling. Uh, walk us through some of the major themes and topics. Uh, you know, you have a great um, tagline. It's called uh, Back Road Planet Road, River, and Rail Travel Adventure. So I assume that's what it's about. But walk us through uh, some of the major themes and topics and tabs and categories. Okay. Um well, like I said, we started out doing a lot of road trips, and of course, they were around the state of Florida, um, did a lot up in North Georgia. I have a, a cabin up there in the mountains of North Georgia, and, um, you know, and then there were other things we did, like going out to um, the Dry Tortugas uh, in Key West, and so I just, I wrote about those things to begin with, um, but I didn't know anything about, you know, I knew how to write on a blog, but I didn't know about the business and, and um, about working with travel brands and partnerships and that kind of thing. But um, it happened very quickly. Um, I started, um, you know, being contacted by travel brands. And uh, like I said, we work with um, Viking uh, River Cruises. We partner a lot with Visit Florida. Uh, we've done a couple of things with Ford. Um, motor company because we do road trips and so um, we cover that niche too but um, so that's the road and the river the rail we haven't done as much as we want to do we would like to do more um, we've done the auto train on Amtrak um, we went up there um, from it goes from Sanford Florida to Lorton Virginia which is basically Orlando to DC that's the only route that the auto train goes um, and then we went up to Gettysburg for the 150th anniversary, and then we drove all the way back to Florida. We did the, um, the Blue Ridge Parkway and the Skyline uh, Drive through Shenandoah. Um, and, but we would like to do more rail things. I've heard something about the Rocky Mountaineer. Yeah, I'm actually from, uh, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm actually from Vancouver, uh, Canada. I'm not actually in Canada at the time of the recording. I'm in Medellin, Colombia, which is a major digital nomad hotspot. Uh, but uh, what Har was referring to is the Rocky Mountaineer, which actually goes uh, uh, through the Rocky Mountains from uh, Vancouver into uh, uh, Banff and then uh, over to Calgary. And uh, uh, that's something I want to do as well. It's, it's quite pricey, um, uh, definitely not for the budget traveler, <laughs> much more for luxury trip. But, uh, you know, uh, one of the privileges that Howard and I both share is that we're travel bloggers. So usually we get stuff complimentary, free, uh, quote unquote, because we actually have to do a lot of work, <laughs> writing about it, doing social media posts, doing video blogs, et cetera. So yeah, I hope you get up there to the Rockies and get to do that travel journey. And I hope I get to do it as well. Uh, Howard, uh, you know, one of the major questions uh, people ask me is, uh, uh, you know, on your travels, how are you able to monetize? And, uh, you know, as travel bloggers, uh, that's one of the things we are aiming to do. Some of us do it better than others in terms of uh, full-time or part-time. So walk us through uh, some of the different uh, revenue streams uh, you're able to get uh, directly through the blog. Okay. Well, um, I don't think that my monetization is as broad as a lot of people because if you're a travel blogger, blogger there's opportunities for all kinds of income streams. The thing is you have to choose which ones work best for you and how much time you have. And so what I do is basically based on uh, time. Because I am a retired teacher, I have the benefit of a pension. So I don't have to work 
quite as hard as some people who that's their only income. But um, back at the beginning, I would um, pitch travel brands and destinations and I would go to conferences and meet people. Um, but most of those were just like what, what I call editorial trips it means they pay your expenses, but, and you know, you do social media while you're there and then do a blog post or, or whatever. Um, but then that changed and I started getting offers and the offers that I got were unsolicited, you know, like visit Florida found me. Um, and you know, I've worked with some destinations in Louisiana and North Carolina and they found me online and pitched me and these were paid assignments. So those are the ones where I do the best, uh, on those kind of road trips. Um, I also work with, I don't know if anyone is familiar with um, Tap Influence, um, which is a platform that matches brands with bloggers. And um, I get quite a, a bit of work through them. You know, you have to fill in an online profile and then they match you up and then brands will actually pitch me, which I prefer. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, definitely way better when uh, people reach you rather than the other way around, uh, you know, and I think it ha happens to do with your SEO ranking, Google ranking, your, uh, I think, rubbing shoulders with the right people, et cetera. Uh, so good on you for, you know, uh, joining uh, those kind of um, uh, outlets, uh, tap influence, et cetera. So uh, I, I'm curious uh, to know what kind of tips would you give? Uh, you know, there might be someone who's actually watching today or listening today, and they're just starting out as a blogger, as a travel blogger, and they don't know where to start. So tell us a little bit about um, any advice you would give them. Um, well, in order to answer that question, I just try to you know think back to what I did. And like I told you before, I knew nothing. I didn't know what I was doing. And um, I had done a little personal blog, you know, on Blogspot um, just for fun. And I think a lot of people did that. So I, I, I kind of had an idea how to use WordPress. Um, but I just dove right in and started, but I had no idea how much work it was going to be. And so to, to people who are just getting started and want to blog, you better be prepared to work because I work, um, I don't have as much stress as I did when I was teaching, but I work way longer hours. Uh, when I'm not traveling, uh, from the time I get up in the morning till the time I go to bed at night, I'm doing something. I'm working on website issues or, writing or, you know, optimizing photos or answering email. So the main thing is be prepared to work. And the second thing would be make sure it's something that you love, you know, because the, the, the best thing to do is get paid for something you love. And I do love it. Um, I'm just trying to find a better balance now. Like I right, like right now, I really need to get out and mow my yard. Um, and I'm going, well, do I work on this article or do I go mow my yard? And then my grass gets a little high and my neighbors have to look at that. So, Yeah, it is uh, definitely a lot of hard work. I've been blogging for about five years and, uh, you know, uh, sometimes you see the dream on things like social media and people look at you saying, hey, you're so lucky you get to travel the world, but it's actually so much work. Sometimes I'm working like uh, five or six or seven hours a day uh, just in my hotel uh, right now we're in a condo here I'm in the hammock and I'm actually working uh, you know I'm not even sightseeing so uh, there's a lot of work involved with actually uh, uh, blogging uh, in terms of uh, writing uh, you know doing the research and then uh, putting together and obviously marketing it across your social media uh, making sure the brands happy uh, meeting the deadlines etc 
Right. Um, yeah, when, when you're talking about um, we get to travel for free, we don't really get to travel for free. And I don't, I, you know, it, it's working. When we're traveling, we're working. And when we're home, we're working. And we have to make a living just like, like anyone else. Um, the other thing I was going to say to people just starting out, definitely get in some good Facebook groups. Um, you know, you can, you can get in one group and then people will recommend another. And there are all kinds of groups that will help you with, with everything that you want to do, whether it's WordPress or monetization or social media. There are people out there who will help you. And I'm actually glad you mentioned that because you actually have your own Facebook group that's quite active and engaged. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit more about the group that you're uh, running. Um, I think you're probably talking about TBIN, Travel Bloggers Influencer Network. Um, yeah. we, we are a very small group, less than 60. And the reason we have to keep it that way is not to be exclusive. It's just to make it manageable. And if you've ever been an admin of a Facebook group, you know that things can get out of hand very quickly, um, which is some of the groups that have like thousands of members. I don't even know how the admins handle it. Um, but our group works together. We pro promote each other's uh, work on social media. Uh, we started a Twitter chat um, a couple of months ago um, that has been very successful. We actually had to skip it last month because admins travel too. And you know to try to keep things going, um, uh, we have to have really good people, and um, so it's a it's just a, a collaborative that that I run. One of the things that I'm um, considering, and I don't know, you may have it already, but um, with our Backroad Planet Facebook page, Facebook is encouraging us to have a group for that. And I thought, okay, so a Backroad Planet community, you know, where people could go in and and talk about road trips and and travel. Uh, I don't know if you have any experience with that, but that's something I'm considering for a next step. Yeah, actually, I do have a lot of experience with groups. I've been running several different groups. Um, so back in my uh, hometown of Vancouver, BC, Canada, I actually was an event producer, and I, had to run, I was running several different meetups and different communities. And um, I would actually have different Facebook groups for all of them, and they were all uh, branded in the, the YVR acronym. So uh, YVR is the airport code, and also it stands for Your Vancouver Restored. And basically, YVR bloggers, YVR foodies, YVR dads, YVR authors, YVR entrepreneurs. So I, I was running about eight, eight, eight or nine or even ten different Facebook groups, and I had different administrators who would help me manage it. And now that I'm actually on the road, uh, you know, traveling uh, with my wife and kids, I actually have other people still running uh, both the events and the Facebook groups and now um, as you mentioned Facebook actually changed the whole mission and uh, the mandate uh, to be more uh, group centric just literally about three weeks ago uh, Mark Zuckerberg did a press conference and announced it to the world and uh, now people are kind of hustling uh, they're moving from not moving from pages to groups but they're adding groups to the itinerary uh, and uh, on Digital Nomad Mastery we do have our fan page People can like it, and we self-promote all of our uh, podcast episodes and of Udemy course, etc. But uh, we also have the Digital Nomad Mastery community, and that community uh, is much more um, uh, involved with the group, uh, the group members. Uh, so people will share about their journey as a digital nomad, about some of their favorite places around the world, about some questions they have about monetizing, etc. So I highly recommend you take that road and uh, start a group uh, and uh, build that because obviously you've done one with that smaller, more intimate group, but I highly recommend doing the back road planet one. And just a quick uh, tip here for anyone who's watching. Um, the page might be a little bit more about yourself, 
um, in terms of um, you know promoting your business, your blog. But I feel the group is much more about the community, and I even called our group a community because a group is just a, a you know some people together, but a community has a whole different context and a meaning. So yeah, highly recommend doing that, Howard. Well, I'm thinking that's one of the the best ways to get in touch with readers. Um, one of the difficult things as influencers is we don't ever really know exactly what impact we have unless someone tells us. And uh, I was working with a couple of destinations in Louisiana uh, the other day, and I, I did my post and sent out my newsletter, and one of the readers actually contacted me and told me, I have just booked my trip to Lafayette, Louisiana. I'm staying in the same hotel where you were. I'm taking the same airboat ride. And you know, went on to tell me how he had planned his trip uh, for October. And uh, of course, I immediately told my destination host so that they would know um, that you know the influence was working. Um, but yeah, I think the Backroad Planet community is probably going to be my next thing. I just always hesitate um, adding something else to my plate, you know, because I have so much to keep me busy as it is. But um, I would love to have um, a community of readers. Yeah, and I, I think definitely Facebook's the way to go because uh, most of your readers, most of my readers, most of uh, the world is on Facebook. So it definitely makes sense not just to keep them on your email list, or not just to keep them on your uh, fan page, but definitely build that group and community. So looking forward uh, to seeing you launch that one, Howard. Uh, I'm curious to know about uh, your vision going forward. Uh, so you've uh, uh, retired, as you mentioned. You have a successful blog, a big readership, a big network. You're working with brands. Uh, walk us through your journey going forward in terms of uh, pull out your crystal ball and let us know what the next few months and years and beyond holds for yourself. Um, well, I think one of the things that that is a personal goal is what I mentioned before is about finding balance. And I I don't know if you have done what I have done, but in the the, the past I've made the mistake of overbooking, and for some reason in the months of October and May. That's when everyone wants you to visit. Um, and I have, I, I think it was last last October, I think I was here at home four days uh, out of the month. Um, and, you know, part of that I was up at my cabin in North Georgia, but of course I'm still working there too. And so I want to find balance. Right now I'm just planning one trip a month unless some really good offer comes along. And uh, I just want to continue to, you know, report that to our readers. Uh, like I said, we love doing road trips. We love doing the cruises. And we would like to, you know, add on the, the rail thing also. I don't know. You mentioned that you're in Medellin, Colombia. Um, and, you know, I lived in Paraguay in Chile. Um, but one of the, 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 the train routes that I have heard of that I, I want to do is the Hiram Bingham train to Machu Picchu because I've never been there. And I hear that's quite a luxury train. Yeah, that's definitely on my list as well. Uh, from Colombia, where we are, we're actually heading down to Ecuador and then Peru and Bolivia, Chile, Argentina. So, um, you know, obviously in Machu Picchu, there's a few different ways to get up there. Uh, everything from hiking, uh, but obviously we can't do that because we got young kids. Uh, we got a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old to lug around, and I don't have the strength to carry our kids on, our, on my back. Uh, so we're uh, probably going to take the train up to Machu Picchu and... Uh, uh, there aren't many uh, amazing train journeys uh, that I know of in South America. Uh, even in Brazil, I was there and pretty much the whole country is uh, bus driven, with the exception of uh, there's a bus, uh, sorry, there was a train journey, I think, from Curitiba 
uh, to another place about a couple of hours away, and that's supposed to be super spectacular. So um, I don't know if you're thinking about doing the Trans-Siberian as well. Well, the Trans-Siberian has interested me too. I, I didn't know about, I have ridden the, the train in Chile, uh, you know, because I don't know how much of our readers know, but Chile is a long country. And um, I have, have, have uh, been on the train there. Of course, it was when I was a kid. And uh, you mentioned, mentioned Curitiba. I didn't know about the, I went to Brazil the first time when I was 14, went to Iguazu. And uh, I remember we drove through Curitiba, but I didn't know about the train. Well, there you go. That's one of the reasons we do the podcast is to enlighten other people about the different uh, uh, amazing journeys. And, uh, you know, the more you hear a podcast, a video cast, the more you get inspired to travel because you're like, oh, I love trains. Oh, there's a train here. And uh, I love I love uh, cruises. Oh, there's a cruise here. And, uh, you know, that's one of the joys of uh, having this show. Uh, so, Howard, uh, to end off here, um, how can people connect with you? You mentioned, uh, obviously, your website, social media, uh, et cetera. How can they connect with you and follow you along your journeys? Well, everything in, uh, in our branding is Backroad Planet. So all of the social media, it's Backroad Planet, no spaces. Um, and of course, our website is backroadplanet.com. And uh, we invite everyone to, to join us and uh, communicate with us. And we love to engage. Uh, so we invite everyone who's listening to, to come check us out. And I'll, I'll just echo that. Definitely go check out Howard Blunt. Um, his website, once again, is Backrow Planet. And follow him across social media. He has some great blog posts about, you know, adventure tourism and uh, doing the whole triple R travel. And, uh, you know, I look forward to hearing more of your triple R travels around the world. Thanks, Ricky. Appreciate it. Howard. Uh, so once again, uh, make sure you check out Howard's website. It's called Backroad Planet. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel and uh, iTunes. Uh, my personal blog is daddyblogger.com. So if you're interested in family travel, uh, reach out there. And if you're interested in becoming a digital nomad, becoming a world traveler, uh, doing travel blogging, travel writing, getting sponsored travel, as Howard was alluding to, um, you know, definitely um, connect with us. We're Digital Nomad Mastery across the web, Digital Nomad Mastery. Uh, dot com and also on iTunes and YouTube and across social media. I alluded to our Facebook group as Digital Nomad Mastery Community. It's a great way to connect and build relationships with fellow world travelers. Uh, so thanks, Howard, and we'll catch up with you real soon. All right, thanks. Thanks, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world.